The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Drinkers, we are back, baby. We are back. We are recording this in October 25th, and we've had a few days to just catch our breath, get over that loss of Baltimore, and now we're going to jump right back into it. It's Monday Night Football against the Raiders in Detroit for the first time in, I think, four or five years. Uh, so, I mean, Detroit has been waiting for this for a while. We are pumped. And we're going to be drinking a Kool-Aid on this podcast, diving into that whole game. We have a couple of guests, one entering the lines then, Chris. And then later on, um, we have another guest picker. So we'll get into all that. But before we do, let's introduce the blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. I am Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got UJ. Hello, Kool-Aid drinkers. And then we got Rudd Dog. Yo. All right, gentlemen. So the Lions are going to be hosting the Oakland, or sorry. <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I don't know why I said that slip up, but I also call them the San Diego Chargers sometimes still. But anyways, uh, the other team, but those are types of anyways. Uh, but Lions are eight point favorites at home this week against the Raiders team that is struggling mightily. Uh, but we'll get into all that. Uh, and I just want to dive into it because our guest is waiting. Uh and we'll get into the Lions injury report and uh, things of that nature. Actually, it's not even out today because we're recording this on a one, our usual Wednesday night and the injury report doesn't come out till Thursday. So nothing to, on there. But anyways, let's get to entering the Lions Den. And this week, we have entering the Lions Den, a bold brave Raiders fan. And that's probably the last good things we'll say about him because he is a Raiders fan. He is the opponent this week and he is entering the Lions Den, but he is nice enough to join us here. It is Chris, Chris McCollum. Thank you for joining the podcast and entering the Lions Den. Appreciate you guys. Glad to be here. Good luck to everyone now before, what, what, while we're yeah. still friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe well, you had the nerve to come on this show, boy. <laughs> so it takes a brave soul. Brave well, soul. no, I'm a... So, Chris, tell us a little about yourself and why are you a Raiders fan? Well, um... We don't understand. No, hey, a lot of people don't. I'm uh, one, of, one of three brothers, all <laughs> California-born, so unfortunately we, were, we mm. were bred into the black and silver and, you know, raised with the, the commitment to excellence and... And just, you know, a, a lot of things. So, no, it's a, it's a family tradition and, and carrying it on with my kids. And unfortunately, they, uh, they decided not to choose anyone else. So, no, Raiders are struggling, but, hey, you can keep us down, but you can't knock us out. We just changed cities. Well, we can keep you down, though. No, we'll just okay. change cities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about that city change? You know, uh, yeah. did you like the move? Are you against it? I'm against it, but you know what? It's it's yeah. never up to us fans, and us fans can say what we want, but 
like I said, I'm a, I'm a California guy and even growing up, didn't like the move to LA. I always thought Oakland would be the home, but you know, I, like they say, Oakland, LA, Las Vegas, Mars, Raider Nation, baby. <laughs> Did you ever go to a game in, in Oakland? Uh, no, never in Oakland. Never got to go into the black hole. Uh, my brothers have been, of course, many times, but all of my games were always road games. So, uh, hmm. And are you one of those Raider fans that paints themselves in black, has like the shoulders... Uh, shoulder pads, spikes, spikes on them, nope. or some ghost like Max. No, mascot. you know, I, I, I'm not that committed. I'm not that. Give me a hat, give me a sweatshirt, and <laughs> I'll go enjoy the game. I don't mind, and that's why I say road games. I wear my colors into any any foreign territory. It don't matter. <laughs> well, Chris, this Raiders team is struggling right now. Yes, uh, how do you? I mean. It's not good, uh, especially when you get your ass kicked by a Bears team that a lot of people think is one of the worst in the entire NFL. Well, it, uh, it doesn't. And help. I know they had Jimmy Garoppolo out, but was Jimmy Garoppolo the difference in that game? No, definitely not. It doesn't help that our quarterback's been around since I think like the '80s. Um, this might be his thirty-sixth. <laughs> O'Brien Hoyer, thirty-sixth team he's played on in the league, or so. I don't know. Anyway, but. <laughs> no, um, yeah. it's it's tough. Regardless, that's a game that I feel with fields out. Jimmy G indefinitely would have made a difference, but that should have been a win for the Raiders. That should have been our get back week. And uh, yeah, it was hard to watch. Of course, little mistakes, tip balls lead to an early interception. Really, you can't, you know, do anything about a tip ball, but there was no run defense. I mean, they let that guy Freeman just have a day on us. He was, he was basically bullying us and it was hard to watch. Hmm. And you guys had a tough weekend too. It's, it's one of those weeks, but for us Raider fans, it's week after week. And unfortunately, you know, it's, we just keep hoping for that get back. The team has too many strengths to play this bad. That's the problem. Well, and mm -hmm. just like uh, the lions who had Matt Patricia, former Patriots coordinator as a head coach. You are now experiencing that with Josh McDaniels. Yeah. How do you like the Josh McDaniels slash kind of Patriots like culture uh, that don't, is going on in Vegas right again, now? Again, don't like it. Didn't like the move when they when they hired him. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I was I was a Gruden guy when they brought Gruden back. You know, I think everyone became that Raider fan at heart for a week or so because you enjoy Gruden. He's a football guy. He's He's who you want leading the pack. And for him to come back, it was great. The way he left was horrible. Then we make the move. We have a fill-in coach who we all kind of liked and thought could have led the team. But, of course, McDaniels is a big name. And, and in the true Davis family owner history, they like to try to capture lightning as quick as they can in a bottle and I don't, I don't like it. He's trying to implement a system and not playing to his team's players' strengths and not, not really allowing anything. And we wasted too many years on Derek Carr. Wasn't a Derek Carr fan. Um, was five years ago ready for him to be gone and ready to move on from him. And I feel like we wasted a few good years with him. 
He was like our Joey Harrington, Gosh. right? I guess. And I wish him luck, but <laughs> hey, he's someone um, else's problem. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for a lot of years, uh, well, the Lions now are seeing some success, and uh, which we are just relishing it at the moment. But we've gone through a lot of bad years, and a lot of it stemmed from the ownership and from the top down. And uh, all of a sudden, we seem to have got it right. It, does, is it the same thing with Mark Davis? And I mean, is it just the way he runs that team or it, hires the wrong people? Or You know, it's almost like you can say what? that. As a fan, you can look at it and say that even Al Davis at the end of his career was just, it was some decisions, some bad moves, bad, bad, bad things all around. But he went to Vegas. He wants to bring in the big names. I mean, he wants to be that team again. And he was hoping that, you know, he could capture something with McDaniels. And I, and I don't know. I don't know if it's ownership. I don't know if it's just the guys we put trust in and people get there and they get to a team. You're in Vegas, distracted. I mean, even look at the talent we lost with, with rugs <laughs> right away. Poor rookie, you know. Yeah. It's it's glitz and glamour. Yeah, if you and, get caught... If they get caught gambling at like a casino across town but it's owned by mark davis does that count as gambling <laughs> on like team facilities and get them suspended no that's that's team <laughs> property right <laughs> yeah right i just yeah. love how the new stadium All has an on-site jail and that just says everything you need to know about raiders games <laughs> and unfortunately it'll follow yeah. it to vegas oh, the they, raiders. Feel, feel, oh yeah feel, they have an on-site judge you said that too. yeah they take you right to the judge you get sentenced right there yeah. and if need be you're there till monday and an on-site firing squad <laughs> they get it all done right there uh, right in service oakland mentality you probably have a little chapel there too you get married <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by an al davis lookalike Dressed yeah. like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, yeah. no, I'm looking okay, forward to this. For oh, you, yes, Chris. go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. On a scale of one to ten, one being you'd rather walk on a bunch of thumbtacks strewn across the ground, or ten being that the Raiders would continuously change their city of of origin every single year. How scared are you of the Detroit Lions this weekend yeah. or Monday? Well, is that until they get it right? Once we get it right, do we get to stop there in that city? <laughs> no, no, it just keeps going. Yeah. Just keeps going. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. London <laughs> stops in London. <laughs> no. Detroit is the team that no one what? wants okay. to play right now because you guys are. You got something going. I admit that. And especially after coming off this last mm -hmm. week, the Raiders don't want to play yet. However, these are one of those games with with Jimmy G possibly coming back, with the Raiders struggling, with this being that Monday night, you know, highlight of we're already an eight point underdog, you know, it, or that I think that was the opening line was yeah eight points. I don't know exactly what what it is at now. I haven't checked it again, but these are one of those games that I'm telling you, just like every other game this weekend that you watched and we're just kind of shocked at this could be a get back week. Okay. So what's the number, the number of how scared I am. I, yeah. yeah one through 10. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go. I, what's, what's five. Is that like, <laughs> you know, 
Is that like falling? <laughs> you got the range. Right. Five, that's fine. Okay, that's because I'm I'm a, I'm gonna stick in scary. the middle because like yeah, I five is a <laughs> five is getting swarmed by uh, Asian hornets. I could take that. Asian hornets. I'm not allergic uh, to and anything. The only way to escape is to stay underwater and hold your breath. <laughs> Grew up a swimmer. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, there's one guy on that team that I would. <laughs> That I would love the Lions to get somehow, some way is that Max Crosby. Nope. That dude he's, is an absolute monster. He's one of those players, once in a once in a he generation type of guys, you know. And and luckily he is he's all about being at the Raiders and and he's he wants to create a new a new, you know, era there and, and a name. And he's just like Hutch, mm-hmm. you know, he's one of those guys that everybody watches on every play and you're watching his matchup and what's going on with him. And he, he's definitely the highlight of the team. If we had 11 of him on defense, we'd be great. You know, it's uh, but he can't do everything. And like I said, the uh, last week, the bears, all they did was run to the opposite side <laughs> and no one picked up on it on the rest yeah. of the Raider team. Right. They were just all like watched him. So, that's our problem is it's always been the problem with the secondary. Now, like I said, this week, this is one of those games where you look at how Jacobs hasn't been able to get off. I mean, I don't think he's had a game with over 70 yards mm-hmm. or, or something crazy Everything like that. 49, averaging 49.6 yards uh, per game, 2.9 yards per rush. That's gross. That's 118 carries <laughs> to 347 yards. He's only had one run over 20 yards all year. The team as a whole has only had two runs over 20 yards. Well, no, all it's year. the run game has been abysmal. We either find something out and we keep the game close and we battle and we grit it out and the team, this is that game, or <laughs> we're going to sit back and watch probably one of those 41 nothing, you know, hey, you guys should go for 70. The Dolphins didn't want to, didn't want to go, or what was it? What was the, what could they have got if they kicked the field yeah, goal 72 or whatever? But anyway, yeah, it's, it can go either way. This is one you know, of those Chris, games you, though. You, I'm warning you. You need to, you need to drink, you need to drink some black Kool-Aid, black and silver Kool-Aid. Wow. Yeah, that's sounding really confident right now. Yeah. It sounds like more oh. like an eight or nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like I said, yeah. this is one yeah. of those games where it's oh. up to the team as a fan. Scared. I can, I can have as much as I, as much as I want, but just remember <laughs> it's fall time <laughs> and the autumn wind is a pirate blustering in from sea <laughs> with a rollicking song. He sweeps along swaggering boisterously. His face is weathered and beaten, and he wears a hooded sash with his silver hat about his head and a bristly black mustache. He growls as he storms, a villain big and bold, and the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you around and upside down and laugh when it's all said and done the autumn wind my friends i'm telling you Whoa. monday night is hey. the stage. it's the stage <laughs> and they either show up or they don't and unfortunately i'm one of those fans who looks at it either way but with jimmy g coming back and adams the guys the guys pissed off you've got 
great offensive talent. And Adams you've is- got Okay. I just want to go back to what the hell was that? poem you just said that's yeah, the raiders that? that's the raiders <laughs> theme that's from 1974 nfl films oh my gosh written by steve that Sable. Song? that's the raiders fight song the autumn wind wow look it up oh we well, didn't have to ask that's what i was going to ask you you know what do you know the raiders fight song because that, that's what we ask every guest does it have a tune or is it just a, like a poem there hang on let me see if I could if, it was if really the good. audio will pick it up. You guys have never you've never ha- heard the autumn wind. Oh, gentlemen. Uh, no. Oh yeah, no, be, I'm, I'm really rusty on my Raiders lore. You're going to be hearing it all week. I'm telling you. Well, well, Chris is pulling that up really quick. Um, just really quick on Adams. He he has struggled mightily. He has one game where he had 172 yards against Steelers this year, but uh, last three, 45 yards, 29 and 57. Uh, it's been a rough go, uh, and he's pissed. He's ver- he's publicly, uh, you know, shown his uh, discontempt. <laughs> so, it's it's not fun. Anyways. It's it's not fun to watch as a Raiders fan sometimes. But we have the talent. The team just needs to put it together, and it takes one game to get over the hump. So, Rudd Dog, how scared are you on one to ten? Mm-hmm. That what if? If the Raiders pull this off, he's trying to that, turn the tables on you, Rudd. That then the speculation comes in because that's one thing I've noticed in the NFL this year. Critics mm-hmm. are quick to turn. Quarterback has a bad week. All of a sudden, they should get rid of him. So NFL critics are quick, and they're already all over you guys. That how'd you let that happen? So what's the talk going to be if this scale flops and you have to choose? Because and the Raiders win. <laughs> What what did you just say? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, are you saying what was it? One to ten? Did you even give me one? Oh yeah. Okay. One. What was the range. <laughs> one. You have to uh, wear a Raiders jersey for the rest of the podcast. Or ten. You have to wear one for the rest of your life. Because, like I said, this is one of those games you may not get over. Because it's a turning point in the middle of the season. So on a scale from one to ten, one being I have to wear the Raiders jersey for the rest of my podcast, and ten being I'd have to wear one for the rest of my life. How scared I am? Am I of the Raiders yeah. this week? Is that what you're asking me? I am. Uh negative zero. <laughs> not scared. No, no not scared one bit, baby. No fear in this dojo. No fear here, Kimosabi. Well, no. We're gonna we're gonna feed the Raiders their lunch. Hey, it's one well, of those. Chris, things. Well, Chris, you got. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Z. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we have to wrap up the segment, but uh, before you go, we need your prediction. Uh, I appreciate the attempt, though. This game prediction. Peace. Yes. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tight game. I really think it's going to be. It's going to come down to the third and fourth quarter, and. I hate to say it. I hate to go against my Raiders. I like to talk smack. I'm glad you guys brought me on here. But you've got a great team. And when it comes down to it, I have a feeling you're you're angry and you're hungry this week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 34-28. Raiders gonna keep it close. Oh. 
fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to say we were like, just like, starting to respect you, and he just threw it all quarter. out the window. Wait. Wait. I'm you a realist, guys. Win? I'm oh, a realist. Oh, I thought he was going to say something like smart for a second that the Lions are going to win, and I was like, what? I did. Yeah, we, I we said were just you guys, beginning to I said you guys win Wait. the game, 34-28. You guys were listening. Oh. This is oh, 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 okay. it. Raiders right, are going to okay. keep we it close, a bit but now. unfortunately, at this point in the season, I like I love my team, but <laughs> I just have a feeling that, that right. they're going to they're going to do uh, something Raiderish and do something stupid. But if not, I'll see you guys next <laughs> we week. If it. you want to have me back on to gloat, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Chris. Hey, good luck, guys. Uh, have, that won't be necessary next year, but. Uh... Thanks for coming on, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Yes, thank you so much, Chris. Uh, appreciate it uh, for entering the Lions Den this week as the Raiders travel to Detroit. Uh, There's something scary about like a, a fan who who's willing to pick against his team. I don't know. It's like well, you, I, I would say he's the least delusional fan we've had ever enter the Lions Den. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, like he seems smart. Smart guy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, gentlemen, another delusional fan has entered the Lions. Then. Oh, not, not as delusional as we usually get, though. He actually predicted the Lions to win. So he's going to be a lot more accurate than 95% of our guests. I think we only had one other one uh, predict the Lions victory. But, uh... Anyways, uh, but yeah, I mean, so the like I mentioned, the Raiders have been struggling uh, 30 to 12 loss to the Bears last week, um, struggled even against in their win on Monday Night Football a couple weeks ago against Green Bay, um, New England, who they barely survived against need a safety at the end. Uh, but Anyways, uh, and, he, and the safety was by Max Crosby, UJ, a safety, a, clin- a game winning yeah. safety, uh, clinching safety. <laughs> so maybe he's on the trade block, you think? That'd be awesome. But uh, <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it, uh, especially because they're only- not for anything we would afford anyway. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, I, I think now that we're uh, in our preview part here, uh, thanks again to Chris for joining. But now let's get into our prediction segments part of the podcast. And we got three prediction segments this week. Uh, we're going to do our roar of the week, of course, but then we're going to predict are the Lions going to make a trade at the trade deadline? If so, for who and how much will they give up? And then our predictions for the actual game itself in Detroit. But let's get to our first one. Uh, and before we do, we have our guest picker of the week. Let's welcome to the podcast, ladies Ooh, and gentlemen, Taylor Waddles. Let's go. Taylor, welcome to Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Thank you for hopping on the podcast. Please introduce yourself just a little bit and your thoughts about this Lions team thus far this season before we get into all the predictions. 
Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, really excited about how the Lions have done thus far. Uh, obviously, I think it kind of surprised us a little bit. Um, I just hope we keep rolling. So, we'll see. All right. And are you from the, Are you from Detroit? Are you from Michigan? Yeah, I'm from the Metro Detroit area. All right. Oh, Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. Um, all right. So let's dive into it. I want to get to our roar of the week. So that means the most impactful player. Which player is going to have the biggest impact on this game? Oh, actually, before I do, there is one thing I wanted to mention. Um, well, I'll mention it next, so I get it, actually. So, but anyways, our roar of the week. And Taylor, I want to throw it over to you. Which player is going to have the biggest in game? biggest impact on this game on Monday Night Football? Um, I'm thinking Amarat St. Brown. I think he's going to come in, uh, give us some of that veteran leadership and go off on a, a Monday night wearing our uh, alter- alternate blue lids. I'm super pumped to see those new helmets, so that should be sweet. Beautiful, beautiful. Rudd Dog would uh, say that's the most boring pick ever because he considers a Monroe <laughs> boring player because he's just Boringly excellent in the every best week way we possible. About how good he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's good. He just came off a birthday too, so I think he's gonna bring some yeah, of that into yeah, Monday. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, so Taylor, uh, our guest picker, has Amon Ra say Brown, Rudd Dog. Okay. Well, I feel like he's been picked a lot this year, but I'm gonna pick him again because I just feel like. He's he's ready to really just pop any moment, and that my guy is Jameer Gibbs. I, I after we kind of saw him get his first taste of the end zone last week, get a little space to operate. Finally, I think we could see him get the ball a little earlier and more effectively, and really go off for some big plays. Expect uh, a lo- at least one long touchdown run. So Jameer Gibbs is Ooh. my roar the week there you go that was a good roar uh so we have a man run now we have jameer gibbs all right beautiful let's go with you of the week was originally i was thinking gibbs too but i'm going with hutch in this one because this is going to be an awesome matchup between hutch and crosby Mm. and they're obviously not playing against each other on the field but they're going to want to outdo each other on the field in this game and and i think you know, they're going to kind of want to prove who's the best because I think it's kind of between those two guys right now. They're neck and neck for the most pressures in the league. Maybe not for most sacks, but for the most pressures. And best. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, best right. Way. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but, uh, I think Hutch is just going to be super <laughs> psyched in this game to want to outdo Crosby. Well, so I got to go with Hutch in this one. I think he's got at least a couple sacks in this one, at least two. So, yeah. Mm, like that. Beautiful. Well, we can yeah. all get on board with Hutch, that's for sure. No doubt about it. Uh, I forgot TJ Watt, too. He's also up there. He's a pass rusher. But, uh, He's pretty good. Yeah. So, what about the Bosas? Bosas? Damn. Let's just, let's, let's, let's keep listening. But, uh, um, anyways, uh, so UJ has Hutch as his roar of the week. And, um, I have, I believe I have Bob's here. He Ooh. is going with Laporta as his roar of the week. 75 yards and mm. a touchdown for Sam Laporta. Um, well, I, I don't think Montgomery is going to be playing, unfortunately. Um, 
And someone on defense needs to step up on this team. I'm going to go with a guy that I think, uh, I mean, a reason I think Charles Harris is benched last week partially is the emergence of Campbell as a pass rusher. And I, and I, I'm waiting for the break, super breakout Campbell game, and I think we get it here on Monday Night Football. Mm, I like it. Uh, so I'm going to go with Jack Campbell. Oh, what other week? Roar of the yeah. week. I think they're going to utilize. Oh, sorry, right. my roar of the week. Thank you, Jay. My mistake. Mm. But uh, but Jack Campbell. Um, I, I think they're going to use him on the edge again this week against a porous. Uh, offensive line for the Raiders. Uh, the Lions are going to shut down that run too and give them more opportunities to rush. Um, I do think he ends up with the sack. I think he ends up with a pick Ooh. in this game too. Ooh, um, I like. And I think he ends up with at least five tackles. Uh, so Jack Campbell is my roar of the week. Uh, and our producer, Kid Jay, really quick, your roar of the week. My roar of the week is going to be um, I think Brian Branch is uh, he's back and healthy again. I think he's going to make a big play. I think he's going to have an interception, like uh, and like um, probably uh, three tackles for loss, and um, he's going to he's going to be the engine for the defense. Ooh, so man. he's my roar of the week. I like it. Beautiful. Right. Let's go. All right. So we have this recap: Amonra, Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta from Bob, UJS Hutch, I have Jack Campbell, and producer KJ has Brian Branch. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now. Let's move on to our next prediction segment. Uh, it's a new one, and it's just for one week only. So uh, don't don't expect too much. But that is our predictions for will the Lions make a move at the trade deadline for another player? I want to go around the horn again. I want to throw this over to Taylor. Do you? And how much will they give up, uh, if you don't mind? But Taylor, do you think the Lions go out and get anybody here at the trade deadline? Uh, I think they're going to have to, yeah. Uh, I think we're pretty banged up, but I'd love to go see them get uh, Brian Burns from Carolina Panthers. Um, have another pass rusher opposite of Hutch. Uh, I think that would be dominant for our defense, um, but I think we're going to have to give up a few picks for him for sure. Uh, so that's that's my trade deadline prediction there. I would love to see that. So I'm looking up, uh, I need to confirm Brian Burns' contract uh, here. Yeah, he is a, it looks like he's a free agent after the season. So, uh, and he's an undrafted free agent. So if the Lions trade for him, it would be a rental. Uh, I mean, what do you guys think? Brian Burns. Uh, unrestricted man. free agent? You mean? Unrestricted free agent. He's an unrestricted. I was going to say, I thought he was a first round draft. He was, yeah, and this is the last year of uh, his contract, and he and actually he's franchised. So I mean, they might, they might, they could franchise him again, but it would, they had failed the wazoo. Um, but yeah. uh, so, anyways, I, it, it would take right a lot now. to get. Or, or I'm sorry, it wouldn't take as much as you maybe think because um, he will be a free agent last year. It's a, it's a next year. It's a rental. Um, so what do we think? Like a second rounder i mean there's a lot the only reason i think it's that high is because there's a lot of teams in the nfl that are uh probably vying yeah. for a pass rusher like him uh and if so would you do it road dog would you do it for a second rounder ah mm, uh, maybe yeah i'd probably try i'd probably be okay with taylor that. i would be yeah He's if we're if we're gonna make a, a run for the super bowl here time to do it I hands down would do it, yes. Let's do it. UJ. Mm. That's a tough one. I, I would probably say yes, because Brian Burns is elite, uh, and him with Hutch would be just a last one. 
so that would be a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, I'm curious what Bob would think. Bob be just more missing the, too, like go for it type. So, but he's not here. So, anyways, uh, a third rounder, absolutely, like throw it, throw it over. But yeah, uh, second round makes a thing. thing. Um, so Rudd Dog, are the Lions going to make a move for anybody at the trade deadline? If so, for who? <sighs> God, it's so hard to tell right now because, like, you got Campbell say, making comments about wanting right. to keep the unit he's got already, but like, we're banged up. Like, I really do feel like, you know, as much as I don't think that Ravens game was a ma- massive indicator of where we're at as a team, I think it did show that we could really use someone else to add some punch to that pass rush, some extra teeth to that pass rush. So. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know if it'll be a big move, move like Burns, but uh, if we move for at least someone solid to upgrade, uh, or you know, reinforce that pass rush, I would be. I think we're gonna we'll make something happen, but I don't know if it's gonna be a big. Move. Um. So I mean, besides Brian Burns, the other big name that's been floated out there is Daniil Hunter from the Vikings, but the Vikings just upset the um, 49ers on Monday Night Football unexpectedly. Uh. And now they're only two games behind the Lions and still play them twice at the end of the season. So they're very much alive in the division. Uh, so maybe they will not be trading him <laughs> like people were thinking just a, like a, a week ago, really. Um, otherwise, you can make, I mean, the pass rushers. Chase Young is the one mm. I've seen thrown around. Yeah. And I would actually like. Are you going to ask me? Gonna well, ask yes, me? UJ, you're, you're next. You, UJ. Aaron Donald. <laughs> Aaron Donald. Yeah. <laughs> what would you give up for him? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, it'll obviously take some, but I, I don't know what his contract is. But you know, he's an older guy, and uh, I mean, but he's still young enough. He's still kind of in his prime. And uh, you know, the the Rams are in a sort of semi rebuilding mode here, and uh, they could probably use some draft picks. Uh, you know, so why not? You know, see what they can get for Aaron Donald. Uh, I'd give away a couple draft picks here. Uh, not a not a first rounder, but maybe a second and a third for the next year or something like that. I don't know. Oh wow! I don't know. I don't know I what I do. Zero chance of that happening, UJ. Just to let you know. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. You're asking. I, it, he, he's he's going to retire a Ram. Uh, he's he's not going anywhere. It's been I mean, bandied about, though. You know, it's been bandied produce, about. Well, let's start to uh, you know our producer KJ is actually a Ram fan. Uh, so producer KJ. Um, is Aaron Donald a trade candidate in the slightest? Even he is absolutely not, and I think the I think the Rams would off would ask for a minimum like two first round picks, um, and like a third. It would be he he's still like he's still playing like an elite elite level this year, and I think it would be like two to three first round picks. So if you really want to give that up, UJ, um, the Rams probably have no. a conversation. But uh, but yeah, he's gonna retire a Ram. Oh well. Wishful thinking. <laughs> I mean, that'd be r- remarkable. That'd be remarkable. Um, All right, Z, what about you? What do you think? It's a tough one. Uh, like you guys were saying. Um, you know, Brian Burns is a really good one, Taylor. Uh, he's definitely on my mind. Uh, you know, the other thing I want to mention before it just gets to mind um, is that is the uh, release, the mutual uh the release of Marvin Jones uh, as we hope that his family is okay. And he yeah. feels that everything just fine. Uh, but uh, I mean, I wonder if that 
it seems like that may have been a bit affecting his play on the field. Because, uh, th- I mean, the Marvin Jones we saw this year is not the Marvin Jones that was even, like, last year. He, he, he was a really good performer for the Jaguars. Um, but anyways, and the reason I mentioned that, uh, I don't think he's a trade target, but Hunter Renfro, uh, who we forgot to uh, talk about with Chris, our Hunter uh, Lions Den guest, is that Hunter Renfro is on the trade block. Uh, and, you know, if, if, if he goes for, like, a seventh rounder, uh, he, I mean, this is the last year of his contract too. Would you guys would you guys be down for adding Hunter Renfro to this roster? I think he's a really good like seventh rounder. Yeah. yeah, I like him, but isn't he more of a slot guy? You know, he is. He is. I mean, and we got Amon Ra, so I mean, it's kind of redundant there. Uh, I do like yeah. him. Uh, I'd love to have him on the team, but uh, and I just I don't know if he have a good role here. I did know? hear right some uh, Jerry Jerry Judy talk. Maybe him being on the, the trade block there, that could be interesting. He, he's definitely on the trade um, block. He's definitely on the trade block. Yep. Get the speed flowing, baby. Yeah. I I just don't see I don't I don't see the Lions trading their resources for an offensive weapon when their offense is pretty like solid and good to go. Um, for the most part, uh, it's definitely going to be on defense. And I, I was gonna I was gonna go Brian Burns as well for a second rounder, it, it, but do they do it? I I predict they don't. Uh, it it might be like a a fifth rounder for uh like a veteran quarter cornerback somewhere in the league. Uh if the Lions really yeah, want to go all I'd in, they that. go for Patrick Sertan on the Broncos. Uh but that would be a, at least a first if not two firsts. Is he even really being offered? I heard they basically want to make him like their foundational piece of that defense. Like I was telling you Jay, it'd be kind of dumb to not take calls on a player. So you're always taking calls. Oh yeah, you you hear him. But uh yeah, I just feel like Z, like we're gonna see a Brad Holmes like uh like bargain bin move almost. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like they're gonna do something big, but it would be awesome. Like Chase Young or Chase Young would be Brian Burns. The, the, it, I mean the other one I heard is that maybe it's sweat because uh I mean or Chase sweat. Young and Montez Sweat are both or Allen are both uh for agents at the end of the year. They're not going to be able to keep both guys. Um, but Chase Young's been floating around since the preseason. So, yeah. And t- but I also heard Allen floating around in that conversation, too. Uh, the t- uh, new tackle, what's his name? Uh, see, they're in a weird position because uh, their head coach is probably not going to return. He's an older guy, and they're not succeeding. Uh, they have a brand-new owner, <laughs> a GM that's kind of like in the middle of all that. Uh, so... I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, it's an interesting situation. Good team to pick for scripts. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, those are our predictions for the trade deadline. Since, uh, well, I guess we get additional thoughts in six days when we do our live stream after Monday Night Football on YouTube at DTBK. Subscribe on there to be alerted when we go live right after the game on Monday night. We'll be right after because that'll be a late one, but uh, we'll get our instant reaction on Monday night on there. But, anyways, um. We'll probably have some additional trade deadline thoughts on Monday after that game because uh, we'll have some more information on who's maybe available. Or maybe the Lions make a move before then. That could be possible, too. Um, But anyways, let's go to our final segment. That is predictions. That's right. The Lions are eight-point favorites at home in Ford Field. They're hosting Monday Night Football for the first time in five years. Do you remember the last time they hosted Monday Night Football? Five years ago? Uh, Javid Best. No, 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 no. (laughs) <laughs> it was not. 
It actually, the game started off great. They got a pick six to start the game. The Patricia era was off to a hot start, and then they lost by 30. <laughs> that was the Bears, wasn't it? Oh, God. No, the Jets. Oh, yeah. I Sam Darnold that. rolled to his right, threw it across the other side of the field for some unknown reason. <laughs> now I remember we had a we had a watch party at the house and, and we were like going crazy. And yeah, then yeah. Minutes later, <laughs> we were depressed, completely demoralized. <laughs> I oh god, I remember that now. Oh man, yes, wow. It was a it was a forty eight to seventeen loss at the hands of Sam Darnold and the Jets. Everybody yeah. thought Sam Darnold was the the man in New York, and now he is the backup for San Francisco, but actually probably starting this week because Brock Purdy has a concussion. Um. Anyways. Let's get to our predictions. Uh, right. This is a big game. The Lions are looking to right the ship. Let's get to our guest picker, Taylor. What is your prediction for this Monday night game? I'm going uh, 31-13 Lions after being humbled against the Ravens. I think they come back strong, uh, get back on track, and again, look good, play good in those blue lids. So we're going we're gonna to win it on Monday night. That's right, and uh, Taylor, you're you're like an artist type guy, right? Like a graphic artist to some degree. I, I think Justin, I am. our producer, yep, yep. Is So, your opinion on the first of all, I think you alluded to it a little bit there. Do you like the helmets? And second of all, do you like them wearing them with the color rush uh, gray unis? And do you like the gray unis? Because we have different opinions on this podcast. Um. So originally, I thought they were. I, I didn't. I didn't like them at first, but they're starting to grow on me. Uh, I think they would have looked mm. better on the clean whites, um, but I don't know. I dig them. I dig them. We'll see. We'll see how they go. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, you, you, Jay, does not like them. I, I, nope. Like you, they have grown on me a little bit over the uh, past couple of years. Um, but let's throw it over now. Oh, wait. Well, say your score again. Uh, 31-13. 31 13 Lions, baby. Let's go. All right. Rudd Dog. Yeah. Um, so I just think there's going to be like, uh, like a ridiculous, like, cataclysm happening this Monday. And I think what we saw Miami do to Denver is going to pale in comparison as we. Not only smash seventy three points, we go straight over to one hundred and one points, and just really crush uh, Vegas into the ground as sort of just like a last week was a fluke, and now we're going to destroy everybody. And so we win one hundred and one to three. They get a field goal, so that's a little bit annoying. But one hundred and one to three. Uh, just everybody does awesome stuff, you know. A lot of tutties for Gibbs. All right. Well, you've had some predictions, Red Dog, in the past that were uh, on the edge. Uh, This one is probably your most extreme ever. I'm on the edge of glory. You've been you've been in the Vegas sun too long, long Red Dog. (laughs) American. Uh, Oh boy. (laughs) Anyways, UJ, let's go over to you. Okay, well, I was thinking about this a lot. Thinking, put in my mind is a, a gambler, you know, like like how would a gambler think about this game? You know, a person betting on this game. So, the thing is, everyone's after Lions coming off a crushing defeat and uh, playing out know, a weak Raiders team, Monday Night Football at home, they're gonna predict that they're gonna just crush the Raiders, right? Well, that's what everyone's gonna think. And then, but then, 
you got to be contrarian. So then you think, well, everyone's thinking that, so it must not be true. But go the opposite. That means the Raiders are going to win the game. So then now everyone starts thinking the Raiders are going to win the game. That's where I become double contrarian. And I go, ha, now they're all thinking the Raiders are going to win the game. And no, the Lions are going to win this game. They're going to win it big. They're going to win it 39 to 6. The Raiders will not oh. taste the end zone. They'll get a couple field goals. But I, I predict the Lions coming off that game last week, they're going to be super hungry at home with a loud crowd. Uh, Hutch is going to go wild at defense. Uh, and I think Gibbs will have a great game in this one. I think they're going to utilize him maybe in ways we haven't seen yet. And they're going to open up his game. So he's going to get a couple tutties in this one. I say at least two tutties in this one. And uh, 39 to 6 is my final score. And I'm sticking with it, baby. 39 to 6. Yeah. Wow. Let's go, UJ. Let's go. I love these scores. We have 31 13, right? Taylor, that was your treasure. Mm -hmm. I didn't write down. Uh, 101 to 3. And <laughs> uh, so, I mean, a lot of ass kickings. Uh, 39, 39 to, six. to 6, yes. And now we have Bob's, which is Lions 42, Raiders 10. Uh, Lions bounce right back, Ooh. more disciplined on both sides of the ball. Well, I would say they're very disciplined in that regard, and that, and that, that score sticks. Um, so let's go to our producer, Kid J, your prediction. Uh, the Lions um, will win. I think they're going to win um, uh, th uh, 30 to 13. Um, I think it's going to be a, a dominating performance, and um, uh, I think they're going to really get on track before the bye. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that, that, that's important, cool. too, that Akidja mentioned. The Lions are the bye after this one, the so they can go balls to the wall and then know that they have two weeks off, or uh, like a week, yeah, two weeks off, basically. So, um, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. So, okay. I have the Lions scoring over 30 points. Um, I think the Raiders... Uh, it looks like Jimmy G is going to play, um, and the Lions still have some of their injuries, but that's all right. I'm going to go 31, 17 lions. Um, Ooh. I do. I mean, eight points seems low. Uh, I would, I would suggest that spread or buy down to six and a half if you can, but, uh, either way, um, this is going to be mm. at least lions by a touchdown, if not more, uh, even our, even our, uh, guests, uh, in the lions den, uh, Chris predicted lions to win. So everybody is picking the Lions to win. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have all seven people that have been involved in wow. this podcast tonight predicting the Lions to, vic to victory. Let's go. All right. Whoa, let's go. Hey, all Taylor. Right. Taylor, are you still there? You still I there? am. Yeah, what's Taylor up? There? I got a question for you. You're, you're from the Detroit metro area, you said, right? Did, so did you see Justified City Primeval? <laughs> I did not. Did no. you see? It? Oh, you have not seen it. Oh, no, man. I was hoping that was not where I was expecting that a question to go. UJ. <laughs> well, I well, it was filmed in Detroit. You know, it was an extension of the Justified series. You know, and uh, I thought, you know, he, good perspective from someone living in Detroit. What he thought of it. That's all. So sorry. Should we just come back? I'll put it on my list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so i mean taylor uh this is usually the point of podcast where uh you know it, it, it 
it tends to just go a little off topic, a little off the rails. <laughs> but uh, right after the predictions, you know, the big, the big moment, the the moment that the podcast has led up to our predictions for the week. Uh, but anyways, Taylor, we want to thank you for joining the podcast here. Thanks, um, Taylor. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, any any last uh, words before you sign off here? Uh, no, thanks for having me, guys. Go Lions. Lions. Yeah. Go Lions, baby. All right, Go baby. Lions. Yeah, baby. And uh, we so thank you to Chris, um, our guest in entering the Lions Den. Thank you to Taylor Waddles, um, our guest picker for the week. We look forward to having more and more entertaining guests entering uh, or not entering Lions Day. Well, entering Lions Den too, but also uh, helping us with our prediction segment. Uh, throughout the season so reach out to us at drinking the blue kool-aid at gmail.com if you're interested in joining the podcast uh, any questions you want us to go over uh, trade deadline thoughts uh, you can also put those on instagram at drinking the blue kool-aid or twitter slash x at drinking lions let us know your thoughts on there um also thank you to sidelinereport.com for supporting the podcast and thank you to our producer Kid J. Kid J. 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 Producer Kid J for crushing it every week as our and a boy Kid J. So it it is Monday night football this week. Uh, so nothing from us Sunday. Uh, but right after the game on Monday night, maybe a late one. But we'll be here on YouTube live streaming. That's at DTBK. Or just type in Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid on YouTube. You'll find us. Subscribe so you get alerted when we go live. Um, but it'll be probably 15, 20 minutes after the, the game is over. So look forward to that. Other than that, uh, we'll wrap it up here. But we want to thank every one of our listeners for greatly supporting the podcast, listening every week. And we will see you on the live stream after a big Lions victory on Monday night, getting back in that win column mm. and heading to the second half of the season and heading into the bye week. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go, go. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go, Go. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.